Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. Thanks for tuning in to Baptist Vices, as we say, the doc is in the house. We always challenge you to look up baptistpulpit.com, browse around, look at the podcast, especially subscribe to mine. And then look also at the author page, and hopefully you can get some help with Baptist Thought. By the way, happy 4th. As Baptist, there's nobody that understands liberty and freedom more than us. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, and there is true liberty and freedom in being a Baptist. And praise the Lord for the freedoms we have here in America. We're going to have, as a guest, missionary Mark Holmes, and he's a missionary to Nigeria. We met in the last month and just enjoyed talking about the Bible and how important it is to a mission work. And so he's going to be with us here today on Baptist Vices. It's great to have missionary Mark Holmes. And so I'm going to have him introduce himself, talk a little bit about his background, and then we'll get into some questions with our Baptist vice, and that is that it is the Bible. The Bible is our basis. All right, go ahead, missionary Mark Holmes. Yes, sir. It's uh, great to be with you. And we are starting our 18th year on the field of Nigeria, West Africa, uh, where FBMI missionaries sent out of Faith Baptist Church in Gulfport, Mississippi. Uh, my wife and I have been married for 21 years. We had six kids and we served at Faith in Gulfport for two years before we did two years of deputation and a year working with a, a veteran missionary. And now I've had a, a Bible college going for uh, 13 years. Okay. And we have uh, 160 graduates and so far, they've started 47 churches, and that's what, what our main main work is. Okay. All right. And just in our conversation, we were able to meet a few weeks ago, and I think God did that for us because of your love for the Word yeah. of God. I just love the Word of God and how important, just in our discussion, how important the Word of God is in mission work. And it sounds kind of silly to say it, but in your experience sometimes just like i've my experiences on the state side in america dealing with pastors and dealing with youth pastors and ministry you saw it on the mission field that sometimes what our practices and what the bible actually says are two different things (laughs) right right (laughs) so uh my first kind of question for you and if you have examples or illustrations feel free to veer off here, but Mm -hmm. in kind of traditional missionary training or college training, uh, what really hit you as far as, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to have to do something differently once you hit Nigeria? (laughs) Right. Well, uh, I graduated from Howes Anderson College in 2000, uh, part of uh, Jack Howes' last graduating class along with my wife. Um, And 
the missions program at that time, especially the years before I got there, was basically you need to go out and do a First Baptist Church of Hammond on the mission field. Hmm. I, I think that I think the missions teaching has has developed much more, much further from that uh, over the last several years. But it was still, no matter what teacher said, it was it was a part of the culture. Yeah. Um, First Baptist was the best and biggest, and you know you'd be an idiot not to to duplicate. Yeah, the methods of right, they were doing. right, um, which kind of goes against the Baptist idea of individual soul liberty. I'm just throwing that out there, or the priesthood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 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 a few Baptist thoughts out there. All right, but anyways, continue on. Right, and we 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 paid lip service to. Right, the I and the and the P. But right, it it, uh, <laughs> it wasn't uh, right. It wasn't majored upon. Right, and you know, obviously, as a college student, you you don't have a whole lot of soul liberty. You you just yeah. fall in line. And, right, and and truly, I'd agree. I know. Yes, truly, the methodology it produced yes. great results. Yep, um, but it was presented in such a way that uh, we, we basically ridiculed those who, who did not follow mm-hmm. the methodology because right. I mean, look at them, they're smaller than we are. And yes, you know, and, uh, and I, I thank God that I had some, some good teachers who, who planted seeds along the way that, Hey, you know, there's a lot of people out uh, in, in around the nation and around the world that are doing it differently and yeah. being used by God. Yes. Uh, working two years with my, my pastor who never went to Bible Institute, never went to college, uh, just started pastoring a church three months after he was called to preach. Wow. That was, hmm. that was wonderful for me. Yep. Um, and then, you know, almost 200 churches on deputation. Uh, you, you just get to see people from many different circles and being used of God in different ways in their own areas and as the Lord was leading them. Um, and, and basically it was, I, I had to run back to the scriptures and uh, know that that was going to be my foundation for uh, church planting, for leadership, for discipleship um for mentoring uh future pastors and it was quite a it was quite a process because you know the lord lord was really good in that even with the first missionary we worked with um i ended up running his bible institute um he was having saturday classes but didn't really have didn't really have an organized, didn't have a curriculum. And so he allowed me to take his Saturday class with like, I mean, 28, 30 students and also start a Tuesday class and bring in a, a schedule, an organization, and actually have a, a, a goal of when these folks would be trained and eventually sent out. And I just learned so much. Um, and one of the one of the biggest questions that that was asked to me when I first started teaching that really challenged me 
because it's it's a it's a great uh, privilege getting to work with people who are quite zealous and even aggressive sometimes in their language more more than we're used to. Uh, When I would have Q and A after a lesson, I would get a question of where'd you get that from, (laughs) and if if I couldn't give chapter and verse. I started realizing that I was being very dogmatic on things that I didn't have a foundation about. Hmm. They had heard the name Jack Hiles and they knew that both I and the missionary were from Hiles Anderson College, but I was already convinced that that was not my goal was to proclaim the name of where I went to school, where I was trained. Yeah. Uh, And so I wanted really desperately to be able to have a foundation for what I was teaching them. And when I couldn't run back to the scriptures and have a foundation in the book of Acts or in the New Testament or in Bible principle, I learned really quickly to say, hey, this is my opinion. And uh, over the years, as we've planted a church, I've been able to say, I think this works best because we did it. Yes. And I would be a fool not to not to believe that how we did it worked well. Yeah. But uh, these are these are methods, these yes. are principles. And now over 17 years I now have examples of men in our own country, men that I've come across in the states where I can say, "Hey, we know a good godly man that's doing it completely the opposite. And yes. Here's his method. Yes. And some and of so, that, yeah, some of that but, is looking at, um, like your method. If if you're a godly person, right? You and I have talked. You you went to scriptures. You're praying things through, and you believe that biblically God was giving you the liberty to do what you have done, but that was for you. That, right. You know, that was for you. And yes. it doesn't mean that somebody else has to do it. Now, again, I would agree with you that somebody would be foolish not to sit down with a number of people that have done things successfully, but we have to watch that turn successfully and be careful about it. You know that. <laughs> right. Because you yes. probably have been on not just Nigeria, but other mission fields. I know of guys that have been on the mission fields for decades and they don't see a lot of people saved but i consider them very successful oh of course and even our first five or six years on the field i mean i'm not complaining but nobody was paying attention to what we were doing yeah yes (laughs) right and that was good for us yes yeah because that's when i you know developed our curriculum and that's when i really dove into what is our leadership structure and leadership philosophy. Hmm. And, and that was very helpful uh, to us. You already, I I have the advantage of, we have personally planted two churches. um, Okay. And so we, we do have the experience and I've had the, 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 the opportunity to go back and just pick apart everything that we've done and yeah. try to present it and make it reproducible, yeah, but not make it 
doctrine. Yeah, exactly. It's not a dogma. Right. <laughs> um, which you kind of already went into the other question that I was thinking of is how important is the Bible in building a mission work? You already have touched on that, but maybe uh, thinking about it, is there is there some examples well, it, that kind of come right to your mind that say, well, you already gave one when you're teaching institute and they're coming up to you and you say, where is that in the Bible? And you're like, yeah, that's your <laughs> right. And and there's a you know, that's the importance of, I think, allowing people to ask questions. Yes. Is, is it drove me to yeah. study. Yes. And um, I wasn't alone in figuring out what to do. I just, yeah, uh, there were some good godly missionaries that guided me along the way. Yeah. Um, expanding my horizons as far as Amen. what I read. Yep. And uh, other men that influenced me in that way. And then just um, seeing examples from nationals in yeah. Nigeria. That's a that's a great advantage that we have is there were already dozens of Bible believing churches that had been planted by missionaries and they had been forced to go back to the scriptures and they had been forced to or they had been they had been led to, you know, uh, really determine how they were going to do things biblically. Yeah. Being able to learn from that. Um, but the, I, I really saw an importance, like, I, I feel like our three most important courses now are, uh, I, I teach a full 12 to 18 weeks on Baptist distinctives. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. I, I teach when I teach pers personal evangelism now, it is, this is the gospel and this is the presentation of the gospel. And I'm going to let you know what is methods and what is, <laughs> what is principles of soul winning. But yeah. we major so much more on uh, the actual soteriology of yes. the study of salvation. Yeah. Amen. Uh, and then another church I have uh, on the court, uh, on the, on the church. And then we use, we pivot from there and expose doctrines in the in the charismatic movement. Yes, which uh, is big over there, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's basically consumed every denomination wow. in West Africa, not just Nigeria. Wow. But, uh, so those are courses, you know, we've really tried to get um, pastors to start their own Bible institutes. Those are the first three courses that I give every pastor. Hmm. Uh, and, it, and it lays a good Bible foundation, as well as giving some methods of soul winning, yes. some methods of evangelism. Amen. And, uh, and then I, I do have courses on church education, church leadership, and yes. courses on starting a church. Yes. But uh, it, it's, it is, once you, once you have that biblical foundation, you're just honest when you say, hey, the following is my opinion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Yes. So my last question for you is some cautions that maybe you've learned or 
you know, God made you aware of, and you can help somebody that either is starting out or considering missions, uh, heading to the mission field. Uh, maybe it's a pastor that's been at it for a long time, but just some cautions when it comes to uh, mission work and uh, the Bible and Baptist distinctives. If I could double back for a moment mm -hmm. in the first caution is get all you can out of college and where you, where, yes. where, where God has led you. Yes. I mean, I was just discussing this with someone recently. I mean, I got as much as I could out of Hiles Anderson college and it tested my limits. It tested my capacity. Mm -hmm. I learned, I've learned first learned there what it meant to surrender to the Lord. Yeah. Um, I know the, the, you know, the, the common fallback is I found my wife there and I did, but you know, there was, that wasn't the only thing. Yes. Uh, I, I, I got, uh, practical experience in bus ministry and in reaching people. I grew in confidence that the Lord could use me to reach people. Amen. And so those were all wonderful things. Yeah. And so I'm certainly not chucking Bible college training. Yeah. Um, but then as a missionary, I just recently uh, watched a, a little testimonial of a, a missionary that had been on in Kenya for 35 or 40 years and just, just recently went to heaven and, and they were interviewing his wife. And his wife said, my husband went to the nationals and asked them, tell me how to be a good missionary. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, to put some parameters about that, he didn't go to them and ask them, teach me doctrine. Yeah, exactly. He didn't go to them and say, you know, tell me how to train you to be a pastor. But how to be a good missionary, boy, that's a, that's a humbling question. Yep. It does so much to boost what you're proclaiming you are in the eyes of the people that you're trying to reach. Yeah. And it, it allows them to help you understand culture, understand the, the importance of it and, and where it fits in the priorities that you, you should have. Uh, and it, it, it can help you to see where you're falling short already. Yeah. Um, and there's so much to that. And I feel like without really ever asking the question, I feel like within the first several years, I, I was, I was putting out that, understanding that I was ready to learn from the people I was reaching. Yep. Um, and when, when you do that, that then when you learn the culture, you run right back to the Bible and find out what's good about their culture and what needs to be exposed as, as we're Christians. Now, this part of Christianity is more important than this part of your culture. Yes. Yeah. And, Again, you run right back to the scriptures. Yes, and you and you take what you've learned and you 
and you place the Bible as a, and, and then, boy, you find out ways to compliment the people. Like Nigerians are so much better at hospitality than we are. And that is, you know, after husband and one wife, there are some other yeah, there are qualifications some, yes. for a pastor. Yep. And, and one of those is, is being hospitable, being a lover of good men, you know? Yes. The, and their family unit is so much stronger uh, hmm. than our average family in the, in the States. And so I get to compliment them on that with scripture. Yes. And it really, it, it, it helps so much. Um, and so I, I, get all you can out of Bible college, but also learn from the people that you're reaching. Amen. Uh, and, and when it means shedding some Americanisms, when it yes. means shedding some uh, the principles that you were trained under, yeah, it's okay. Yes. And, you know, I, I tell people, I still have a blue passport. I'm still very glad to be an American. I, I, I'm uh, patriotic, uh, but it's, I didn't go to Nigeria to export Americanism. Yes, right. You... You went there to bring them the Bible. <laughs> Amen. Right. Amen. Exactly. And we had the advantage of there were already plenty there who had been reached by the gospel and could guide me along the way where I didn't make all the same mistakes that some before me had made that set them back. I could learn from the past. I could learn from these men. And I could move forward at hopefully a much faster rate yes. uh, than what had been done before. Uh, so the, the, the people you're reaching can be a, a wealth of knowledge. And again, even what you're learning from them, you go right back to the Scriptures. Yes. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and Missionary Mark Holmes. And so they can find you online everywhere. Right. <laughs> yes, I'm everywhere. Right, everywhere. I have I have two Facebook accounts. I'm on missionaryhomes.blogspot.com, and then we're also featured on fbmi.org. Okay. Our mission board. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking time to be with us. Hey, Ben. It's a great, great privilege. Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.